Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up. Brooklyn boys, start up, start up, start up, they making noise, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up, episode 221, the Brooklyn why boys, jingle, why did that jingle sound so slow that time, what do you I mean, I was just amped, I think I was just, am- I'm amped up, like I'm, I couldn't wait, you can't wait, no, I want, I just was excited, I have so much stuff to talk about, we have so many talkbacks, we have sound, you have a thing that's going to cause a problem. Well, it's gonna, about? I have something that's controversial that yeah, I think I people will be on the fence of like, that. I know, but you want my help, and you said it's controversial, so I'm excited yeah. about that. When you need my help, are we in second so, quarter? Or are we? Are we? Well, it depends. We, Look in the mirror. Well, I'll tell you what. That's why I asked because I'm starting. It's getting to the point where my uh, the the, uh, the band on my boxers is starting to bend a little when I sit down. You know, kind of, and on the boxers. Sorry, little fold over. When, when, I, when I get a little fold over in these boxers with the, you know the, the top band, Ooh, it's like oh, that, that means you're my stomach is starting. It's starting to push the band. Uh, you're and getting muffin. You're muffining. It's it's getting close. Dude, I gotta you're stop. A quarter, you're a, you're a quarter ahead. I gotta I gotta put I gotta put the brakes on. I, w- I went to the store yesterday. I bought all healthy shit because I'm like I gotta stop right now. I bought mulberries. Who the fuck eats mulberries? I eat mulberry bush, if you know what I'm saying. Dude, have you ever had what? a mulberry? No. It comes I, off I skip as... around the bush. It comes off as granola, but it has a weird texture as like raisins on the inside, and it's very they're very sweet. Okay, but that's not going to keep you from eating six donuts when they come in. That's the issue. I can't... That's, I'm trying to replace... Not, yeah, yeah. You, you know what you're doing? You're in, you're in uh, phase one of weight loss. Well, you do the easy part. You go and you buy uh, baby carrots... And you buy f- uh, fucking be- what, elderberries, whatever you're eating there. Oh, I got Mulberry it all. Bush, I got hummus. I got baba yeah. ganoush. Yeah, you get all that. You got a who's a what's it's. You know, you I, even went for, I even went for the oil-less hummus. Yeah. Oil-less. Right. The, right. the shopping <laughs> shot, you buy a bag of lettuce. You're right. You get all you get the you get the shredded carrots. And then you go for the, the, the healthy, the, the flourless, 
you know, candy or chocolate. Like, like, like for right. instance, and the, then you have a by Thursday, you've got a craving for real chocolate because you've been cheating yourself out of chocolate. Right, no, I meant the cookies. They, they have, what, co- they have yeah. these flourless cookies for gluten free people. And I'm like, well, this tastes good. But meanwhile, you don't realize that you just eat a load of, sh- you're eating a load of sugar. Yeah, well, you're eating all the other crap. Yeah, it's bad. But you know what I had for dinner was uh, a couple of stalks of celery, and that was it. But now I'm hungry. So now yeah, what? Yeah, but that's because that's not a healthy way to diet. I, I don't know. Did my Noom commercials teach you nothing? <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here, and I can go, now that I think about past sponsors, I can go for some Feltman's hot dogs. Yeah, you know, so some Omaha steaks. Let's go. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh, I had a feast I'll tell you about in a little while. Uh, on well, Sunday uh, for my father's birthday. Oh, my God. He got trashed. Yeah, I got some issues there with your father. We'll talk about that later. Speaking of eating healthy, I, I went for the discount rather than the healthy today. And I wanted your opinion. What would you have done considering now you're thinking about how you eat? Now, you know I'm trying to eat better, right? Except when I splurge an artichoke pizza comes up to the, to the station. And so I went shopping. Today I went to Whole Foods because I was in the area. Mm-hmm. I don't normally go. No, not Whole Foods. I'm sorry. Wegmans. Wow, look at you being a bougie bastard like me. We- Wegmans, the bougiest but maybe most incredible supermarket chain, in, at least on the East Coast that I know of. Speaking of chains, I know Fogo to Chow's a chain. I just meant it's not a theme restaurant. It's upscale. But the Mets were talking about on the it's Mets chain of the night. It's a chain. They were playing the, by the way, thank you for. By the way, hold on. Thank you for all of your talkbacks. Yeah, uh, we, we, we're not even going to go over those. We got all of your talkbacks about Fogo de Chow being a chain. I was right. Brody was wrong. Okay, except for the one person that said it's pronounced Fogo de Chow or something. It's not. I just called three Fogo de Chows and they all confirmed it's Fogo de Chow. So that person lied wrong. to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, Wegmans is unbelievable. Wegmans and Stu Leonard's are the best. Uh, supermarkets in the East Coast. Okay. At least Northeast. I'm sorry. So I'm at Wegmans and I got some normal stuff, some healthy stuff. And I'm walking down the frozen food aisle and they always catch my eye. There's four or five flavors of Tina's burritos. They're individual burritos. They're not healthy. They're not close to healthy. They're 340 calories and like 18 grams of fat. But if you wanted a burrito, you could have a burrito like once a week and treat yourself to a burrito, right? I love Tina's burritos. I haven't had one in a couple of years. Do they come off as healthy, by the way? No. With, with the packaging and it. The, no, they don't I, say I don't like the trickery. I don't like the but, trickery. A lot of these places or a lot of these, you know, brands, right, they, they pretend put green, green in the label. Everything's green. Everything's like leafy and plant. Yeah. But meanwhile, no, no. it's it's again loaded with carbs and sugar. Right. Or they or they put organic on like organic chips. They're just still greasy and fattening chips. They're just. They used so they didn't have, they weren't sprayed with pesticides at some point. I'm exaggerating, but they're not healthier necessarily. Some of them they are, aren't but less fat. The baked ones are less fat, less less unhealthy. Anyway, so I'm looking at the burritos. I'm going, you know, I, I shouldn't get a burrito. I shouldn't get a burrito. I'm trying to. I just bought a bag of romaine lettuce. I did all. I'm doing all, but I'm actually doing the good stuff. Like you buy the stuff, but then you go out and eat bad. So I, I said, you know, oh, how bad is a Tina's burrito? Right. I'm just. So I open the door to the freezer and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna look at it. Just gonna look at it. Yeah, and you give it googly I, I, eyes. I'm giving it to googly eyes, and I see that the the spicy chicken is two forty nine for a burrito, and there's some other flavor, the the cheese enchilada one, I think, yeah, two forty nine. Then I look at the the the, the hot red bean uh, and beef one. Mm. I don't know if it's discontinued. I don't know if it's on. So what about it? Forty two cents, scary. Forty two cents. So I took a picture of it because I'm like, okay, this can't be real. I'm like, I got to get one for 42 cents. So I take one. I go, I gotta splurge. I'll take, and I went, wait a minute. They're 42 cents. How do I not get 
a bunch of them for 42 cents. That's so great. I completely threw out the fact that they're not healthy because they're they're a deal. Because they're a deal. I chose a deal. <laughs> so when you see me gain 10 pounds, go, Brody, you look like you saved some money. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know what, though? I don't. OK, this is going to sound crass. I'm, I'm starting to I'm not look at the price so much as I am about the amount of ingredients in a package. So it's been taught to me that if you're going to go for chips or one of these, you know, junk food things that are, quote, processed, you look at the back of the, look at the label. The less ingredients that are in there, the better it will be for you normally. Unless right. you're order, unless you're buying Crisco. And, yeah, and, and, and let me reiterate, there was less digits in the price of these burritos. But see, that's see that's where you and I that's two where, digits. That's where you and that's I differ. It. I looked at the label and it said two digits. No. I don't know how many ingredients there are. I'm sure there's xanthan gum and all kinds of other stuff. That's, I can go get one. Let me go get one. Guar gum. On, go I want you to read read hold the on, ingredients list. I I will tell you that anything that says partially hydrogenated blank, anything that says high fructose corn syrup. Anything that says enriched wheat flour, all awful things for us. And then obviously things that end in OS, O-S-E, glucose, I'm sorry, sucrose, dextrose, um, forget about molotol and things like that. Terrible things. These are things I've learned over the years, by the way. These all right. Here's the, the sound of a frozen burrito wrapper. Yes. Right, let me see if I can read this because everything's small. It's a small burrito. All right. 340 calories, 16 grams of fat. And it does not say on the label 42 cents, but, you know, it should. So okay, because it was 42 cents in fattening, that that's better. You're going to get it. You're going to buy it every time. You're going to order it. And you're going to eat oh, it. Oh, for 42 cents, you kidding? That's one of the things I love about Chinese food. You get, you get feast for 15 bucks. All right. Let me see. Hold uh-huh. on a second. So, so what, what, what does it say? I'm trying to look at the label, but it's It's got to be loaded. Hold with on. beans. But the thing, a bean by itself is good for you. That beans was are good for you. right? Yes. Okay. A bean right, is so good. So let's see. Uh, ingredients. Nah. I guess this is because it's a, it's a burrito. Enriched flour. By the way, how many lines of, of ingredients Ho- are there? Hold on, homie. Hold on. <laughs> Enriched flour. What did I say? Bad. Which is bleached wheat flour, niacin, no. oh. reduced iron, Awful. thiamine, mononin, mononitrate. Riboflavin, yeah, right off, right off. The Hold on, jump. folic acid, terrible. Water, so that's so so. Top ingredients: flour with all that shit in it. Water. Here comes. Then it got beef, pinto beans, tomato paste, soybean oil. That's bad for you. And then it says contains two percent or less dehydrated onion, textured vegetable protein. So no vegetables. Salt. Modified food starch, because you don't want that real food starch. Jalapeno puree, and that's it. No, wait a minute. Oh, apparently there's another side of the ingredients. Hold on. <laughs> I, only took, I only took a picture I, of one column, because it's Forget so it. small. I had to take but a it's at less than 2% once it starts to get into that. I, yeah, yeah, but hold on. Let me, I got to keep going here. Hold on. Oh, my God. Get the, it's paragraph two. Yep. No uh, dextrose? Uh, peppercorn... Uh, citric acid, baking powder, no maltodextrin, sodium bicarbo. Awful, can't read it it's, terrible it's, things, okay. terrible things. Starch, sodium, aluminum sulfate, aluminum sulfate, <laughs> calcium sulfate. Forget it. Mono calcium. I'm out. Phosphate. I'm out. Gu- guar gum. There's spices, the guar gum. Spices, ground red pepper, crushed red pepper, garlic powder, caramel color, 
dough conditioner, sodium, <laughs> sodium. Is that for its hair? <laughs> yeah, I think for forty for forty two cents, I'm have to return it. Cornstarch, micro crystalline cellulose. Forget it, man. It's I, I, I was out legs. of dude, dude. You had me at enriched wheat flour. The very first thing on there uh, also it, contains it, wheat and soy. The, soy. That shit'll kill you. General rule of thumb. Anytime something starts with partially hydrogenated or enriched wheat, it is awful for you from the jump. That's it. By the way, you said that you you did something there that was in the news recently um, that was also too good to be true. Did you see the gas? Did you see the. Yeah, hold on. I got to return this to the freezer. It's melting. No, dude, it's, it's, just throw it away. I mean, don't even through my fingers. Do yourself it's, a favor. Throw it away. My, my, my hand is glowing. Hold on. Hold on. Ugh. Meanwhile, in my freezer, I have rice cauliflower from January that I still haven't made. Uh, broccoli florets in my freezer. All frozen foods. These are the things in my freezer, but I'm not going to get to them probably until uh, my next Dr. Fat Loss next January. He didn't hear that, so I, it doesn't count. Hi. So, uh, what'd you say about me? Nah, nah, nothing. Uh, just cursing you out. So there's this gas station that's charging 69 cents. That was charging 69 cents. Somebody realized it was an error, and it was supposed to be 4.69. So what do they do? They, people started texting each other. Before long, they had a run on gas. That gas station lost thousands of dollars before they realized the error. But now what? Do, does that money come out of people's pockets? And the reason why I ask is because I have a similar story coming up. Well, the, you, you, the, you only read the headline then. The full story is the guy set the price in the morning. I guess you have to set the price in the morning to the pumps if they go up or down. And I guess he was raising the price to five sixty nine or four sixty nine or whatever. Right. From whatever it was, yeah. and he set the sixty nine, but didn't set the dollar amount. Right. So the gas was going out at sixty nine cents. Everybody Correct. paid that, but they you can't it. make people who drove away pay anything. So that guy is. They're trying to make him pay the fifteen thousand. So he started a, a GoFundMe or kick one of those, right? Right. So apparently he's got like people have donated five thousand okay. dollars to it, uh, but he owes another ten thousand dollars. Yes. So basically, all those people collectively that got all that gas at the wrong price, they should have said something when it when it cost they, ten dollars. They should have. But are they held liable? No, you're not liable. You're morally ir- ir- uh, okay. you know, irresponsible. Okay, that is why that is great. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
this is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Are you saying my burritos shouldn't be 42 cents? (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking that that was an error. I don't think no, it was going. It came up in it came up in the register as forty two cents. Somebody mislabeled your burrito. No, the I price of the burrito the same way that people mislabeled that someone mislabeled the gas thing, and you should have reported it because you know that shit was not forty two cents. So I how said, are you any more? Hold on, hold on. You just called all those gas stealers wrong. I, they are wrong, but I didn't say that the, that the thing was mislabeled. I said I thought it, it, it might not come up in the register. But if it so didn't, isn't it your isn't it your civic duty? Isn't it your <laughs> isn't it your responsibility to then be a better person and say, "Hey, uh, this something's not making sense here. You're only charging me forty two cents. Is that is that in the is that you know kind of punched in right? You know in in, in the machine you know in the computer. Well, my guess it was being discounted. Look, if you go to a supermarket and there's a sign and the price is wrong, they're obligated to give it to you. I get that, right? But once you point it out, they change it immediately. Right, they go and change it. If I say, hey, your right. soda's marked wrong, right. they honor the price, but, and, they, and I tell them where it is, and they immediately go change it. But we These just, people d- didn't mention it, and all day rang up $15,000 in debt for the well, poor well, guy no, 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 that was collectively, but each individual person rang up about $80, $90 in gas and for 69 cents a gallon, 62 yeah, cents a gallon. The, the, first guy, the first guy or woman could have said, hey, listen, man, Right. Uh, it is what it is. Um, I, I paid what I had to pay. Yeah. But I think your price is wrong. I'm making the analogy then. By that logic, Brody, you took time. a burrito out of the freezer that was marked 42 cents. Right. And then when you they rang it up, it rang up as 42. At that point, you could have t- done I'll the same what, thing and I'll, said, yes, hey, by the way, I, I it's kind of weird that this is I 42 did. cents. I did. I said to Avina, that was her name, the cashier at Wegmans, Avina. I read her name tag and I said, I, I, it's ringing up at 42 because I wanted to check, but I don't want to be like the guy who goes, oh, make sure that rings up properly. Uh, she said, yeah. I said, that's weird because the other ones are 249. She said, it must be on sale or being discounted or, or discontinued. 
So mm-hmm. a likely the, story. The, the sign was professionally printed, forty-two cents, and the register rang up forty-two cents. Okay. And my forty, my burritos, even if they were in the system wrong, is eight bucks, not fifteen thousand. But I did bring it up to Avina. That's her name. Okay, just and you know how checking I know her name? there, Brody. Because and I'll put up a video. <laughs> the woman in front of me. I went on the line. The fifteen items or less line. Yeah. And you have to bring your own bags in New Jersey. This woman had seven bags worth of merchandise that Avina had her help her pack on the express line. And then she said, hold on, I'll be right back. She went and grabbed more produce. I had to wait. And she probably found out that the burrito was going to be 42 cents. She right, probably she grabbed, back, yes, grabbed a few right. of those while she was that's at right. it. All right. Well, you know, the reason why I was talking about gas for a second yes. ago, it, it, it leads me to something that happened to me over the weekend. And, and by the way, uh, over the weekend... This is a separate story. Uh, people were DMing me. I get it. Oh, Brody's going to be pissed. He didn't get his steak dinner. Yeah, he went yes, for another steak I, dinner. I went for a steak dinner on Saturday another, night. Another one. It was the Jersey Kid's birthday, and he invited me and my girlfriend down to hang out with him at the Butcher's Block. Not a, not a client. Uh, not not a sponsor. Well, and, you should buy stock there. And, and I, did, I, did a, I did a little. Oh, I'm going again. I'm going again uh, on Friday night. So... So we're hanging out at at the place, and I and I obviously you know put the meat you know the meat locker you know I was like and then people yeah. are like oh Brody steak dinner steak dinner I'm like I'm like this is yeah. nothing to do with Brody this is nothing to do Brody it's, I'm sorry talk I to the Jersey the kid support slices the Jersey kid should have invited Brody is not my yeah because he owes me half a steak dinner too he does he does owe you a steak dinner not a half one a full well, steak yeah dinner. full one right 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 so so made, anyway yeah. so on the way home from that I stopped for gas now this is where it gets fuzzy. I was on a stretch of road that I thought was, it was like gas station row. One place was, they were all- that, some the, that was your mother's name in high school. Gas station it? row, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hi-o. <laughs> and so I pull up in one place and, and lights were on, nobody was home. I pull up a second place. Some of these places- That was are your co- father's nickname in high school. <laughs> some of these places, <laughs> some of these gas stations had the lights full on and everything, but no attendant came out. And in Jersey- yeah. You cannot pump your own gas. Let's keep that in mind for a second. In New Jersey, everything in New Jersey, you know, for that, you have to wait for the attendant. In fact, they have an attendant lock on it on the passcode, so it's in attendant mode, so you can't get gas out of there unless the attendant comes and punches. Eh, some of them, places. some of them, some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. anyway, I'm on my third or fourth gas station. I get gas. Comes to maybe $65. 69 cents? <laughs> 69 cents. Comes to $65. I give the guy 100 he gives me back. You pay cash for gas? Uh, yes, on this, yes, I do. Sometimes. On this case, wow. I did. I gave him a $100 bill uh, for $65. I had a $100 bill. I gave it to him. $65. Gives me $35 in change. Roll up the window. See you later. Get home. The next, not even the next, that, that night. The next morning, I go to put my wallet in my, in my shorts. And I pick up my wallet. And I'm like, the guy gave me all fucking singles. And he literally had, had like, you know. 10 singles in there and fives and tens. He didn't have a, he didn't have change for 100, which is weird cuz $35. So I'm looking through the my change and I realize that he gives me he, in there was the $35 plus my $100 bill. He No. He did one of those things where he took the 100 from me, reached it into his pocket and must have combined all the money when he, as he was counting the money to hand me back my change. I find out now the next morning he gives me. He gave me back one hundred thirty-five dollars in change. You didn't count your change when he gave you the change. No, because I saw a twenty and a bunch and a wad of singles, and I'm like, okay, it's th- it's right. 
I did not count my change at the, uh, at the I'm pump. not going home with $34, my friend. I'm counting that shit. <laughs> well. Uh, you know what a dollar can buy you? I understand that. I Two trust, and a half burritos. I usually trust I usually trust these people to do the right thing. Well, now you've learned a lesson. Because now you learn that the guy doesn't count well, which means he could have ripped you off. But two, I hope you're driving back there. Well, that's the thing. It's 45 minutes away. And it's on a stretch of road that was in the dark at 1 o'clock in the morning that I don't know which gas station I was even at. And it was and a cash no transaction. Receipt. No, got no credit card. It was a cash transaction. So I'm sitting here now thinking like, oh my God, because had I known that this fucker gave me a hundred dollars, my, my hundred dollar bill, I'd be like, oh, excuse me, you didn't take my money. Uh, Cause that's what definitely have had to happen. Unless there was another hundred stuck in the middle there from someone else's gas, you know, w- w- that could have been sure it wasn't one of your many hundred dollar bills. No, dude. You're rolling deep nope. with, the, with the hundreds. Nope, the dude. Nope, 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 nope. I only had a hundred dollars on me. So it was, a, I had 120 on me. That was it. And I had the hundred, I gave the guy a hundred. So I came back with that money. And now I feel like absolute shit. I don't know. I remember going to a BP, to an Exxon, and a Mobile, and you, and a Sunoco. And I, one of them, I, one of those four, we actually got service, and we got the, uh, and we got gas. And I don't know which one it was because at that point it was late. I was okay, tired. I was, meet, I was in a meat. I was in a I was in a meat coma. And my girlfriend was like, "Well, let's just go home." I'm t-. and she was asleep, and she didn't. She couldn't remember. She doesn't look at those things. That's too much detail for her. What, you don't what? remember the the company, the gas no, company? No, I don't. If you saw a picture of it, would you know? Would you remember? Well, I know what a BP looks like, but I don't know if I was at a BP. I remember okay, stopping at saying, a BP. What I'm, okay, what I'm saying is, here's a couple of a couple of things. Number one, you can go on Google Maps or Google Earth yeah. and look at each gas station to help you remember on that street which one it was. Also, you can call a couple of them and say. Hey, well, I was dude, there the well, night. That's where I'm. That's where I look like a fool. Because what gas station is is going to answer the phone and say that that I don't owe them a hundred dollars if I'm offering no, them a hundred dollars? You, you, you say I think you may have made a mistake with the money. Were you guys short any money? And if they say yes, exactly a hundred dollars. I gave. Remember, you spent a hundred. I gave you thirty five. If he's, he's specific about it, yeah. And by the way, if I can interrupt you for a minute. For the people who are listening to the podcast who are saying, fuck the gas companies, they make a lot of money, I'm paying $5 a gallon, fuck them! That guy's out the money. G- gas stations are individually owned and franchised. Yeah. The major companies, you'll never make a dent in them. Anything you do with the, get the 69 cent gas guy, yeah. he works for the guy who owns the gas station. Well, I, f- I, feel like, I feel like I cheated this dude out of... Well, I feel like he, he might have cost him... The, he might have had to pay. You know, who knows? I mean, if, if the, uh, the the gas owner, the yeah, owner of the, the gas owner, station... he's out 100 bucks. He's not the, he was not the owner. He was at 1 uh, o'clock then, in the morning and he was just working there. Uh, well, then he's going to be out the 100 unless the owner is so rich, you know. That he lets so, him slide? Or do they just not notice it? I think they have to notice it. I think I think they have a. I think the pump gives you a total at night, and you have to reconcile you, it, the money. It, it has the, to be. It has to balance each each other out, right? Yeah, because he enters a cash price because the cash price is different. Right. So those pumps know how much. Cash so his you should have. his register is short. We'll call it a register. Short a hundred dollars at the end of the night. That's correct. Oh God, I feel terrible. Uh, plus whatever else he may have made that mistake with other people. Uh. Well, it's, I got to be honest. It's 45 minutes away on a dark road, and I don't even, and it was a cash transaction. I don't know which place it was. I ain't going back. I can't. That's it. You win some, you lose some. No, oh, believe I, me. I, and I've lost a lot over the years. Believe me. That's not how it works for that guy. Well, I feel terrible, but what am I going to do? You know, you don't feel terrible. You feel, eh. Well, I feel, eh. Yeah, you're right. You don't feel, I feel terrible. About you felt, no, I you feel, felt terrible. You'd call the guy. You could probably, I just don't like, know who it was. Okay. You, it, I just told you how to find out. Is also, it worth the trouble? Also, if the guy if the guy works there, 
Uh, I could. I would imagine he could charge your credit card over the phone a hundred bucks. I imagine he takes I ain't Venmo. I give him my credit card number over you, the phone. You, okay, you could Venmo him a hundred dollars. You could PayPal him. There's other. You could sell him the money. I gotta There's find him first. I just told you how to find him. Ah. Give me, give me twenty five bucks. I'll find him for you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but I don't know. It was. It was an interesting moment. I don't know. I feel like a shithead. You All should. Right. Is that how we go to commercial? I feel like Is a that, shithead. You feel like a shithead? <laughs> I well, like- I could throw. I could throw in something real quick before we go to commercial. Well, we're okay. Go ahead. Uh, I just. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll leave it at this before we go to commercial. I'll talk about it after the commercial. There's a, a new car logo. That's dro- that drove me crazy for weeks until I Googled it. And there are websites talking about how people are being driven crazy and how it's a terrible logo because nobody can tell you what it says. Hmm. All right? I'll tell you what it is when we come back. That's a cliffhanger. It's Boom. the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Wow, you made me feel like dog shit. 
Well, you know, listen. Now, if it was you, I have, if, if, if the shoe was on the other foot. I would drive back. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, it would. Slices. The guy who grabs grape soda out of a refrigerator and Scary, says. that's unrelated. We good? The guy who pays 42 cents for a burrito and barely says anything about it. You're going to drive 45 minutes to a place you don't even know where you got the gas to try and go on a, a hunt okay, to find out which place you shortchanged and gave you the wrong amount of money back. Get the fuck out. Okay, not that not yeah. that it's 45, not that it's 45 minutes, but I did last week go to Whole Foods and you know you have to bring your own bags to the supermarket now. BYOB. I I had I left um uh, a, a $10, $9 chicken tikka masala meal underneath my bag. And uh, I went back and paid for it. I drove back to Whole Foods and paid for it. So yeah, I would find, that's I'm, I'm, I'm a different guy. That's how I am. I'm legitimately, I would feel guilty. In most cases, I, I'm like that too. But the circumstances I presented to you still warrants me trying to go find it. I don't know. I uh, What if it was $500? <sighs> That's starting to get into big big numbers, and, and I don't know if I could live with okay, myself well, at well, that point. Okay, well, five hundred to you might be like a thousand. A hundred could be like a thousand to him. That hundred could be like he may only make four or five hundred a week. Oh, hey, I'm just saying, you heartless bastard. Yeah, I've been right, a the week. Ca- the car logo. So this car company, not a upscale car company, a, a normal comp- company, not like a Mercedes Benz or BMW or Porsche, a normal car company, has redesigned all their cars. A lot of them. And I got to tell you, for a discount car company, the cars look awesome. Like they look like they're much more expensive than they really are in real life, right? But they redid their logo. Now the logo, you may have seen it on the road, looks like a K and a backwards N. Oh, oh this is the one that you showed me and you held yes. up the logo and you're like, Scary, what kind of car is this? I've shown that picture to a bunch of people. I got it right. And nobody knows what it is. Except me. And I... Right, you knew what it was. So I went on websites. I looked it up before I before I showed you. I knew what it was when I showed you. And there are marketing websites that talk about how awful this logo is because if people don't know your logo, then it's useless as a logo. So are it's you, not are a you K. losing sleep over this? Well, it bothered me because I was like, I thought it was a new car company. You know, like Lucid Air is you a new electric. You wouldn't buy this car anyway, so what the hell do you care That's what logo true. it is? That's not true. I had a Hyundai, which is the sister company of this company. It turns out it's K-I-A. It's a Kia. Yeah, and at first glance, it looks like the Volkswagen like Volkswagen logo because it's like kind of like, it's kind of yeah, weird. It's a K and a backwards N, and it looks it, like it, it looks could be a V. A V and a W. It, it's yeah. weird. So yeah, so if, you, if you're seeing that logo going, what kind of sports car is that? It's a Kia. And I did make a Kia joke today, and I'll have that in my unused joke segment. I made a Kia joke that I don't think went over well, but I thought it was very funny. Mm. We'll get to that. Eh, Meh. That's my Kia joke. All right, that's good. Uh, I'd like to tell you, Scary, if I can, about my uh, my appointment with the dermatologist. Oh. May I, may I do that real quick? So if you've seen me on the Elvis Duran 50-Minute Morning Show, on which is video, which is on Instagram and YouTube, there's a, a red mark on my left cheek. Now, I've had something on my cheek for a couple of years because of the pandemic. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to, you know, I'll worry about it whenever. But it's like, I thought it was like a pimple, you know, like I had a little pus in it. I would pop the pus and it would be red for a couple of days and it would, it would close up sure. and it was fine. Then it would be the pus again. So I decided to have it looked at now that the pandemic is basically over. I'm not wearing a mask to cover up the thing on my face. The mask was a godsend for that. So I, I go to a dermatologist and the thing with dermatologists, Scary, is, and a lot of doctors now, is that people are going like 
to doctors they hadn't been going to. Yeah. And so it's like a four month wait to go to a dermatologist. So I called up a, a bunch of them and I, I called up one that has like 30 people in the practice. Like it's a mega practice, right? And they said, well, the only guy, we only have uh, one person available this week. So I said, you know, it might be skin cancer. I don't know. But I don't want to wait four months to think To think find out, face. right, yeah. Right. So they said, all right, well, we'll, um, we'll give you James. James is not a certified dermatologist. He's a dermatologist PA or he's a, he's a certified assistant. He's on his he's way. He's to school. He's on his way. But, he, but people He's eating him. 42 cent burritos. Yeah. Still struggling. Right. Ramen. But uh, online, his reviews are off the charts. I looked at his reviews. They love him. So I'm like, all right. All the guy's going to do is like look at the thing on my face and diagnose it. So I go in for the appointment. And, and very nice guy. And he says, I got to take a sample and we got to send it out to the lab. So, okay, well, what does that entail? He says, well, I got to shoot you at Novocaine to deaden the skin. And then I got to take a razor blade and scrape off some skin mm, and yeah. send that to the lab. That, yeah, but that's routine. Well, I, I know, but you know, I was hoping he could just look at it and go, oh, I know what that is. That's, uh, you know, eczema. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> so, so I saw, I was like, oh, all right, oh, fuck. So he takes this needle and he sticks it in my cheek and it's very uncomfortable and it deadens the skin. Then the nurse hands him a razor blade and I, you, you can't see it because it's on your cheek, but you see his, his hand moving back and forth and he's like, scrape, scrape, yeah, he's scraping he's, it. Yeah. He's scraping he's, that shit, right? Yeah. He's taking the sample. All right. So he says, all right, it's going to be two weeks for the lab. Usually could be less and we'll, we'll call you with the results. By the way, does that okay. leave a scar at that point? Well, it didn't leave a scar because it's like paper thin. Like if you if your skin peeled from the sun, yeah, it'll grow back. So it took, I don't know, almost three weeks. I didn't hear from them, and my face at that point is now like a light pink. It's just about healing, right? They call me from the office about two and a half week mark. Hey, Mister Brody, terribly sorry, but the um, oh no, no, <laughs> you don't want. Conversations to start out like that. Yeah, well, it was something to that effect, but it wasn't. It didn't sound like I was dying. But she said the lab, um, the lab said that the sample wasn't big enough to test, and we're going to need you to come back in and give another sample. No. I said, I said, what? That's where his inexperience kicks in. I said, how? How do you? I, you razor bladed my face. How do you not get the big enough sample? So she says, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know what happens. We put it in fluid. And then when they pour it out through a strainer. Oh, no. Okay, it, I don't it need to hear details. I don't need to hear details. Uh, this is uh, disgusting. Okay, okay. This is disgusting. So she goes, I will bring you in. When can you come in? I said, well, I'll come in blah, blah, blah day. Okay. So I go back in and I'm, I'm pissed, Scary. I am not happy. But like, what kind of free dessert can you get from a fucking dermatologist, right? Like, what am I going to get? So I go in and. Um, you can steal uh, a stethoscope on the way out. No. A woman <laughs> named Amy. It calls me, Mr. Brody, yeah, come in. She's the, uh, now this, at this point I've made an appointment with, um, with, uh, um, uh, what was her name? Uh, oh, Carol. Okay. Carol. That was her name. So Carol's the official dermatologist doctor. Okay. Older woman, legit. And, um, and it was Amy. Amy is the assistant. She's got her mask on. Everyone's got the masks on. It's important that I tell you that because part of the story. And she brings me into the waiting room, into the into the doctor's little office there where I had the scrape done. She says, yeah, we're going to have to get another sample. So I said, I got to tell you, Amy. She goes, how are you doing today? I said, I got to tell you, I'm really not happy because, you know, you're going to stick a big needle in my face again, which is very painful. And you're going to scrape my face with a razor. My face is just healing now. And, you know, 
I got to wear a bandaid on my face for two. Like, it's really inconvenient. Like, I wasn't being nasty. I was just like, it's really an inconvenience. He says, oh, I'm terribly sorry. This happens sometimes. I said, well, how do you not get a big enough sample? Oh, that's not what happened. The lab messed up. They must have damaged your sample. And when they were straining it, they must have shredded it, but they need another sample. The lab messed up. It happens occasionally. We're terribly sorry. Okay. So, so I said, no, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I said, Amy, your office called me and said that you guys messed up. It was a cover-up. So she says, no, th- bad communication. They must have gotten bad information. It was the lab. So I said, Amy, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would your office take the blame for something if, if why wouldn't they just say the lab messed up? That seems like an obvious lie. How would I know, right? I don't know who the lab is, in quotes. Why would they admit that they messed up, that you guys messed up, and that, that the, the guy uh, that didn't get this, why would they say that? I don't know, but it was the lab. All right, I go, Amy, that does, all right, okay, all right. So then Carol comes in, and how you doing, Mr. Brody? I said, I said, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm not happy. I, are you going to stick a needle in my face again and raise it in my face? I said, I, 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 the lab messed up? Like, I don't understand. She goes, oh, um, no, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, um, what was it, J- uh, Jason? Right, I forget the guy's name. This is Jay with a J. He goes, "Yeah, Jason didn't get a big enough sample." Now I look at Amy in the corner. Oh, her, her, now her their stories pop, don't match. Her eyes pop open. So I said, "Oh, that makes sense because that's what you guys told me when you called." But Amy here says the lab messed up. So now, no. oh shit! So Amy was covering for the office. Yeah. Well, right, right. <laughs> but I saw through it. So then Carol scrapes my face and goes, "I'll be right back." I got to let it set for a minute. I'll be right back. So she leaves the office for a second. And I look at Amy and I go, uh-huh. She goes, I'm sorry. I thought it was, uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. I said, I guess it was Jay. Didn't get a big enough sample. And she looked like she's- So it was the office was the fucking, whole time. Yeah. She lied she busted. to you. So then Carol comes back in. Oh, God. And she, she, she waits for my face to stop bleeding because I was holding the thing on my face. And she puts the bandaid on. She says, oh, Mr. Brody, I just want to let you know. Because it was our mistake, we're not going to charge you for this visit. So I said, ah, so okay. I said, so I said, so wait a minute. You thought for a second I was going to let you charge me for this? <laughs> I go, to be honest with you, Carol, I was going to tell you I want a refund for my last visit. Telling me this is a free visit, that's not even. I'm already in the hole for a second oh, needle no, to the face. Oh, no, you're going for free dessert at the dermatologist's office. I, I go, you you injected me for no reason and scraped my face with a razor. I so, so I so, how about you refund my copay from last time? She goes, that seems fair. Okay. You <laughs> so, caught him. You caught him. And, and by yeah. the way, by them trying to pass the buck to the lab. Yeah, I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have said anything. But then but Amy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the lab messed up. And then Carol doesn't know there's a lie going on. She's like, yeah, he didn't get a big enough sample. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for you, telling the truth. Exactly. And now, because they, you know, that's right. Because now now the onus is on them and squarely, and then they don't make their money off of you. Yeah, well, it's right. Well, they made the full, <laughs> they, made, they the, made the insurance, they, they, they got, made the insurance, the insurance claim. Yeah, I get it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, this goes down. to me. <laughs> so my point is, don't listen to doctors all the time when they tell you the lab messed up. Well, yeah, now that's, Sometimes you know, it could have been them. The lab messed up is I'm going to remember that from the rest of my life. Actually. And Amy should have like the, the people who, who call you like the, the front office people. Yep. They should have been in on it. Someone should tell Someone, them. They should all get on the same page and have a little yeah. meeting about it. Say, hey, hey man, by the way, the story messed up. The newbie. Wink, wink. wink. 
Just tell the guy the lab messed up. He's not going to know. And who would know? Who's going to call the lab? You're not going to call the lab. You, you would never have gone to that step to call the lab. No, no right. shot. You figure the lab's handling a thousand boxes a day, a thousand samples. Right. Shit happens. You go, all right. Yeah, the lab do? messed up. All right. Right. But they fucking messed up. And like, they the fu- lab. They fu- Sorry, Amy. <laughs> but not only that, they, they just fucked up internally because right. they couldn't get on the same page with their but lie. Then, but then she's talking to me, David Brody from the Brooklyn Boys podcast, and she says to me, hey, we're not going to charge you. Oh, you're not going to charge me? Oh. Oh, that's big of you. You're not going to charge. Oh, because I thought I was going to tell you to put it on my card. Like, imagine, imagine if she said to me, like, yeah, I'm sorry, it's another expense for you. Like, the yeah. f- what? The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Brooklyn Boys podcast with Brody and Scary. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I got to tell you what happened to me on Sunday. I was put in the most. You got $100 in your pocket. <laughs> that was Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday you woke up with 100 Sunday with I woke 100. up with extra money. 
Uh, did you see? Um, did you see any part of my father's birthday on Instagram? And I know you have some things to say about this. Uh, you know what? I uh, I saw the Instagram post where you were grilling at your father's house. You were by the grill. Yeah. But I did not see the. I did not see the because I was so upset with your steak dinner. Like every time that I didn't wow. watch because I was like I didn't watch it. Well, what, what happened? Well, I'm going to double down. First of I all, your father was a train wreck. That's exactly where I'm going with this. But before we get there, just want to give a shout out to Peter from MBH Meat Purveyors. Not a sponsor, but when somebody reaches out to you on, and by the way, he's a slice. When someone reaches out to you on Instagram and says, hey, listen, I want to send you a, a little care package, Scary, uh, for your next barbecue, because I hear you, you barbecue a lot. And you, you know, because I'm lately I've been at my parents' house and I've been showing like spiral. Yeah, what's this guy's name? Spiral. His name is Peter. Uh huh. Spiral sausage on the grill. Hold on. So, uh, you know, he's been seeing all that. So he's like, Scary, I want to hook you up. So what I did was I said, perfect. It's my father's birthday coming up. I am going to be going to my parents for a barbecue on Sunday. Why don't you send a, you know, send, send a steak, a couple of steaks there and some burgers. This fucker sends <laughs> a fucking meat locker of food. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? My parents call me up. Anthony, they got enough food to feed a block party in here. What's going on? Because it was a barbecue for 14 people. So anyway, thank you so much for the steaks, the burgers, the sausage, the ribs, all of it, Peter. I love you. Hey, yeah. um, you, you know what's on my deck um, about four feet from my hot tub? What? A Weber grill. Oh, I wouldn't know that, Brody, because I've never been to right. your pool. That, that's why I'm saying. I, and your hot, hot tub. tub. Hot tub. Yeah. So I, I just like to say, I'm glad Peter's a fan of the podcast. But there's two people on the podcast, Peter. I'm just saying. Oh. But now Peter's you know, getting you know, full. You know, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, ba, 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 ba. Peter, Peter sent you enough food that I could have been invited, but he, but I wasn't. That's okay. It's my father's okay. birthday. No, no, I get it. I love your father, but that's all right. Yeah. But 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 Peter's getting like client worthy mention here, as if we both got steak. MBH meat purveyors. They're fucking awesome. And by the way, Brody, you know what? You know this is turn turn about his turn about Turn Did you bring any home for me? I was, you know what? I would have brought some steaks and stuff home, seeing that you know what? Maybe I'll go to Brody's pool. We'll do a little well, barbecue. Yeah, bring some steaks. Yeah, okay, bring some steaks. Some barbecue. Call. Here's the phone call. Hey, Brody, I got a truckload of steaks from M from that place. MBH with, like, meat purveyors. I don't have to say the guy's name. He didn't send me any steaks. So I'm gonna get some great steaks. I'll bring them over. We'll, we'll barbecue on the Weber. You know, on the grill. By the way, I'm not bougie with the Weber. I I bought crappy, rusted-out grills for 20 years, and I finally got, like, the cheap model Weber. I'm just saying. So, you could have said, I'll bring steaks. You could you could, you could could grease my palm a little bit to get over here. I think a couple no. of steaks might be worthy of sitting in the chaise lounge. I don't think I have to do that. You've repeatedly disinvited me from your pool. Pretend like it doesn't exist. Talk about how you're in the hot tub watching the Met game at nine o'clock at night, loving life, ninety-five yeah. degrees in your fucking hot tub, hanging oh, well, out. Listen, your, and 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 and, and Garrett I, came, I, came I, over this weekend. He brought up uh, two bottles of wine, a red and a white. That's the right thing to do. Did he really? Oh fuck! Did Garrett come to your pool? Ah! Uh, wow! Uh, wow! Garrett. Garrett, you invited Garrett to your fucking pool. Oh, yeah. Did you really? 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you best be. <laughs> but seriously, you your pool. You I we've had this. Con- we've had the pool conversation just yeah. as often as we've had the steak conversation. Okay, and it's been a it's a known fact that I'm not invited to your pool for some reason. We're best mm-hmm. friends. We do a fucking great podcast whoa, together. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, yet- whoa, whoa, whoa! Listen, Scott, I love you like like family. But we're best friends, except when you want to go out with your best friends, the Brooklyn boys, the, your boys from Brooklyn. I'm not on that list. Let's let's well, let's be real here. It's a podcast. We're real. I'm like top seven coworker, but we are friends, and and <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, yet to see your pool. So now all of a sudden that I got steak. Well, you now, had a now lunch keep in with mind, Gandhi if, every day, and Gandhi invited you to her pool. That yeah, works out. She that did. Makes sense. She did. But the but, thing is, but, I never get the invite for the pool. Had had we been hanging out in your pool, you, the first thing in my mind would be like, you know what? I'm going to take some steak back from my parents, and I'm going to bring it over to Brody's house, and we're going hey, to grill should, together. But you know you what? You should have thought of that first. You should have said, I'm going you know, to nope. do something nice for Scary first, for Brody, rather. No. Nope. You know what? Then we're going, you, you had no, nope. you had no I'm bitter. I'm bitter. Scary. It's been three, four seasons now uh, you know that I've never been to your house, never been do. to your pool. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm putting the official invite out right now. <laughs> putting up, putting the official invite right now. Oh. Peter from MBH, you can come to my house anytime, bring some steaks. <laughs> I'll go right to the source. Pete, baby. <laughs> Pete, Pete. And he's in steak, North steak Jersey, man. too. They deliver butcher's boxes to your house. People, they do fresh, direct, fresh, you know what? I never frozen. Never frozen. I have a house yeah. that can be delivered to. He wants he wants people to go check out. His, he, by the way, he gets USDA Prime and the stuff is never frozen. It goes, he delivers to your door. It's so good. You got to see the quality of this meat. Oh, it's so good. And the pork okay. chops to die for. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. thanks, Peter. Hey, uh, not a client. I tried to get them as a client. They're working on it. But there's a, I'm not going to say the name of the company because they're not a client yet. Yeah. And I met someone from the company. And she said, to, so from like one of the, the, mar, the head of marketing. And she said, yeah, we don't really advertise. So I'm not, I'm not going to promote them. But I will tell you, there's a company, brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. Yeah. They have a, a fleet of trucks. That drive around New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're like the Amazon trucks, but they're this okay. other company. Right. And they deliver and prepare food with the ingredients and recipes from major restaurants in your basic area or around the country. It's a brilliant so, idea. It's, it's an award-winning idea. So, for instance, this truck company, this food company, Let's comes do- to your house, parks out front. And they'll they'll cook L and B Spumoni Gardens pizza. Let's just say no. let's use that for an example. Because oh, we okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so they L- make one of the best pizzas in the area yeah. in front of your house so it's fresh. It's not like they get a frozen one and they reheat it. And they-, they get the ingredients from that said place that right. you know and love that you're like forty five miles away from that right. you can't go to right now. So it comes to you in a truck, they assemble it right there. Right. And it it tastes just like you were at that place. But here's the thing. This is out of a Seinfeld episode because Lane did the same thing I'm going to have to do. They, they're not in every neighborhood. They're in sporadic neighborhoods. Are they in your neighborhood? No. I live three or four towns away from the closest one. But my buddy <laughs> Jeff lives in one of the towns. Are you going to give a fake address? You're going to give so Jeff's address? I'm going to give Jeff's address, go over his house, have them cook the pizza, and then just take it at the door and then go home with it. And go, Yeah, why not? Because Elaine, Elaine wanted like a special Chinese fish dish it was, from some restaurant. Yes. Right? It was fish, right? And because she had it at the restaurant, they wouldn't deliver it to her address. So she stood outside someone else's apartment in the street yep. and gave that address. Classic episode of Seinfeld. Classic episode, yes. yeah. So, okay. That's awesome. So that, that's it. So it's a great idea. But when I met the woman, because I, someone knew her and I was at an event that she would be at. 
And I said, oh, you're the lady oh, from yeah, Okay. He said, you know, uh, I, I see your trucks everywhere. Do you advertise? She says, oh, we had a commercial on satellite radio. Uh, I go, that, that doesn't count. So you I haven't said, been on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. So I said, you know, I, I work for the uh, biggest pop culture radio station and the largest uh, syndicated morning show, pop culture morning show in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm on a very successful podcast where we talk about pizza a lot. You know, I said, yeah, yeah, we find that the trucks and word of mouth is working for us. Yeah, okay. So good. Let that work for you until it runs out. Um, so uh, back so to my dad. I'll promote the hell out of it. Right. So back to my dad. I was completely diverted. So I'll just cut right to the chase. So after this this brilliant, beautiful barbecue, um, yeah. mm-hmm. we, we had dessert, and then I had oh, my wait, friends. Which slice <laughs> sent you the dessert? Uh, <laughs> I paid Margie retail. from USA desserts? I paid retail for dessert. Don't okay. go there. So I uh, I ended up um so we're sitting down at the table now. Now this is this is where things when I was a kid would get you know we we would kind of go our separate ways. So I had I had Bald Freak Ronnie there. He was in town. A lot of my Brooklyn oh. friends, my, huh. my my Brooklyn friend Jason Smaller, you know, and yeah, his wife yeah. Denise. Yeah. And you know, they're all my age and and then yeah. about three other my friend Teddy, my friend well, Andrea. Yeah. We were By the way, all- uh, uh, pause for a second the slices. Hark back to about 3 minutes ago. When I made, when I said, long, "Scary's yeah. boys," long yeah. before, okay, yeah, I know these people thirty-five years. These are long before I met David Brody. No, so these you, are my neighborhood friends. Twenty-four years, I, I understand. I yeah. know, but thirty-five years of friendship, and they've been coming in and out of my house all those years, interacting with my parents, my brother yeah, and sister. Yeah, yeah, so we were sitting that. around my dining room table in Brooklyn, my parents' house, and normally my parents would just get up, start, or the, they go up to bed, whatever. But my father was on one; he was feeling some sort of way, so he's sitting down. With, with my mother and me and then all of my friends. And now here we are all grown-ass adults. And so it's it's weird because we weren't kids. It's not like the teenager thing anymore. And my parents were the, oh, you guys, are all, we're all on the same level pretty much is what I'm saying. Because as you get older, yeah. you all level out. So now we're all talking about things, whatever it was. My father says, hey, uh, you guys drink scotch? And my, and my girlfriend was there too. And Robin was the first one to clam up, uh, jump up. Uh, yeah, I'll take scotch. Robin, you drink scotch? Yeah, scotch on the rocks. And then Bald Freak Ronnie jumps in. They all like, yeah, we'll take scotch. My father goes to the liquor cabinet, which again, never see the light of day. Open up the liquor cabinet. He's got cra- a crazy stash. I didn't know he had this collection. He puts it all on the dining room table. He goes, let's have a scotch flight, meaning like, let's, let's sample. So they get the single ice cubes and the rock glasses and the rocks glasses and everyone's like drinking scotch. And then it's round one, two, three, four. And now the hours are going by. We have a grandfather clock and the thing fucking strikes every 15, 15 minutes. It does its thing. And then on the, on the top of the hour, it goes bong, bong. The clock struck eight. Then the clock struck nine and 10. I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking 10 o'clock already. We're still sitting around the table. The stories are getting more weird. Everything's getting awkward. And then my father is getting crazy loud. I've never seen him like this, but he's interacting with my friends and my friends are interacting back and they're having a great laugh. And they're like, oh, you're so hilarious, Tony. Ah." And my father goes, you know what make this party even better? As if we had some weed. What? What? And then Bald Freak Ronnie jumps up and he goes, I can make that happen, Mr. Scary. And I said, no, the fuck you can't. I said, you're not going to get weed for him. He was going to yeah. call his boy and let him deliver a, a bag of weed for my father. Wait, wait, have you ever seen your father do this? Before? Uh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk it back for another second. When I was a kid, 
and I was in the house and we had these parties with my parents and all their friends, I remember smelling it. I remember smelling something weird and funny at the time that wasn't cigarette smoke, but I didn't know what it was when I was a kid. So they, the jet, they did jet it. setters. Your parents were jet setters back then. Back then, yes. Yeah. And so I remember they used to go into the, they used to go with it, close the door in a room and go smoke up or they go outside. But I remember these parties where weed was around and I was, and so that's how I knew what weed was when I went to concerts and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, that's the shit my, my parents smoke. Anyway, so I knew my, my father was like that. But now, like, worlds collide. Is it awkward? to smoke up with your parents because now it's like he's combining my friends that I grew up with all these years. And now it's him and my mom. And, and then, you know, my mother's like, Oh, Tony, stop it. You don't want weed. He goes, yeah, come on. Let's smoke right now. Let's smoke a bowl. I'm like, Whoa. Cause my father wanted to show to my, show my friends like all these years, like that uh, cool. you didn't know this side of me until now. Right. Cause you're all, you know, you're all grown ass men sitting here. Uh, it was it was so bizarre. But would you have ever smoked with your parents like that, or or even had the You're had that cross cross pollination of? It was it was yeah. No, I think at a couple of weddings I had uh, apricot sours with my mother. Yeah, that was about <laughs> it, right? But you didn't you didn't even get on the drinking tip. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. My parent my parents weren't drinkers. Oh, okay, all right. Just just wondering. Oh, just. There you go. Anyway, the conversation took a turn when he goes, I can't believe you. So did, did your father smoke? No, we didn't get it because no, nobody had it on them, thankfully. You know, but then he started getting into other things and he's like, can I understand? You got some crack? Let me crack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this woke shit. What is it like to be, what is being woke? And my friends just fucking cracked the fuck up and obviously <laughs> we, we turned a corner with that conversation, but we'll leave it right there. But just know that there's definitely a generation gap, okay, between parents and yeah, their kids. I, I can't and, believe and your the, father is now comfortable enough to get to. to like, he was throwing all kinds of shit out there, and my think friends about were Ronnie. Having, how, how old were you and Ronnie when you met? Um, a twelve, approximately 12, twelve. Twelve. So what? What if twelve-year-old Ronnie turns to your father in in nineteen eighty something and goes? Uh, Mr. Skiri, someday you and I are going to have a birthday party for you and we're going to smoke pot together. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, it just does. These are, these are different. Right. This is what happens like on a TV show. Worlds collide. Where they would show the young actor playing Ronnie smoking to show you that like the, the same people from back then. It's just amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Ronnie can't smoke what you. That's terrible. It, it, he didn't. He didn't. That's like, we didn't that's get to like, that. That, that, wow. That's, <laughs> hey, before we go, we take another break. Um, we got a lot of sound to play. I'm looking at that website, the meat website. Yeah. You have to plug them again. Scary, did you have, by any chance, the prime black yes. Angus dry a tomahawk? He sent me, he, he, yes, yes. He sent me one of it. He sent me everything. Everything that's that on the, what? Do you know how much that costs? Did you look at the menu? I don't, I didn't look at, I didn't look at prices. How many of those tomahawk ribeyes do you send you, Scary? Two. How much do you think they are uncooked? Uh, uh, $57? 90 <laughs> It was thick. I'll say that. Yeah, you could, you could buy one of those with your stolen $100 bill. <laughs> I, okay, whatever. Can we move on from this? It's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're anyway. going to play some audio when we come back, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Can I read some text messages and do some unused jokes? We could do that. Like little throwaway stuff. Well, this is the the last segment. This is the big hurrah, you know? Yes, okay. So we got a couple of text messages. How did we get here so fast? That's what I wanted. Uh, You were talking on your father was doing drugs, and I think he tried. (laughs) Is that what happened? That's a blur. It's an absolute blur. So uh, we got a text message today that was reporting a problem. They said, uh, it sounds like. The Muppets song, don't don't go ahead for me, Scary. The Muppets song, Phenomenon, was playing over your audio uh, at uh, 5 to 6 this morning. I'm listening on 107.9 in Syracuse. Right. Okay. <laughs> phenomenon. So, 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 Phenomenon. <laughs> so, I said, I'm sure you mean Menomena. Yeah. If so, what station and city are you listening in? Because at that point, they hadn't told me what station. And, and they said... No, it's definitely the, the Muppet song Phenomenon. Loved it, but it was uh, 107.9 at a circus, right? 
So I said, okay, um, I hear you and I appreciate you, you know, and I, just to make sure, I don't want to be wrong. I Googled Muppets and Phenomenon. I knew what he meant, right? So I said, listen, there's no, there's no song by the Muppets called Phenomenon. It, 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 it's actually... It's Menomina. Yeah, let me yeah, let me back a little bit. Yeah, we we've played oh, yeah. this for years on the big show. Yeah. Menomina. Right, but somehow phenomenon, phenomenon. Right. It's great. Got, it sounds yeah, just great. like it. It does. So I had I had a great. Like then, so I got into a little bit of a debate with someone. A little now, bit of a debate. Wait, you Brody gets into a debate with someone? Shut. Yeah, up. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Hard to believe. So, so listen, hard to believe. I, I, I want mad at this person, and this person was was a lot of fun to talk to, but. They sent a text message that said, so we were talking about when people ask you questions about your heritage that they think you know, like asking Gandhi questions about all Indians because she's Indian, right? So they wrote, unrelated to what you're talking about, but if I know a scammer is calling my phone, I answer the phone speaking in another language. I use German, Spanish, and Hispanic. Ooh. They hang up so fast, I love it. So I said, that's hilarious, but you know, just so you know, Hispanic is not a language. I'm curious as to what language you're speaking that you think is Hispanic. And they wrote back, it sure is a language. People in Spain aren't Hispanic. They speak Spanish. So Hispanics speak a language other than Spanish. So I, I said, no. no. Hispanic is any country that, that derives from Spain originally and or Portugal. Most of them speak Spanish. Well, Portuguese. Portuguese is where they where they speak. Well, Portugal, no, Portuguese. Wait, in no, no, Portugal not, they speak Portuguese. I understand, that. and Brazil also. I yes. was just saying Hispanic nations. If you look up Hispanic countries, but Hispanic is derivative of Hispain, Spain. That's where Hispaniol, Espanol, right? Right. Uh, so I said. So we got into a debate, and they were convinced, trying to convince me that Hispanic is its own language. And she said, no, they speak different languages in um, Ecuador and El Salvador. I go, no, no. They speak different dialects of Spanish. The same way people in, in Georgia speak right. English differently than Brooklyn, but it's still English. Yeah, Hispanic does not speak to a language. It's not a language, no. right. So that was that was my other text message today. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I just wanted to just share that with you. Okay. That, uh, oh, oh, and I, I sent back, um, I sent a thank you to somebody. They, they said something like, um, oh, I'm going to do that quickly. And I wrote back, thank you, bless you for using an adverb. And we've talked about this. Quick is a is a verb, adverb. I'm sorry, quick is a verb and quickly is an adverb. And usually the adverb modifies the verb. So you run quickly. You don't run quick. You run quickly, right? Yes. So I wrote back, good use of the adverb. You made my day. And she wrote back, I'm an English teacher. This must be Brody. So that made me very proud that people are, are figuring out it's me. Um, that being said, do you have the uh, unused jokes music? There it is. Okay, let me, let me pull up my jokes. So uh, earlier in the uh, week... A story came out that a, a man driving a car crashed into a FedEx truck. The interesting part of the story is he was getting a blowjob. And he lost control of the car and crashed into a FedEx truck. So my joke was... Uh, both the man and the truck ended up with a damaged package. hi all. Not okay, used. We didn't use that one. These are, by the way, these are jokes that uh, Brody wrote for the show and uh, never right. ended up on the air, but they end up on this podcast anyway. Now, some of them I understand why they didn't end up on the on the show. Yeah. That was a good offensive. one, though. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. just didn't see it. Uh, we had a caller today on the show 
that was, they were clearly cheating and Googling the lyrics to a song contest. We could hear him clicking his keyboard. And he said, no, no, I'm driving. And my joke was, yeah, you're driving. You're driving a Kia board. Hi-o. We didn't get to that. I know that was clever. A little play on words there. A Kia board. A Kia yeah. board. With the old logo. That's a, that's a dad K-I-A. joke. I like that. Thank you. And then my last one, definitely offensive to some people. Me, I don't give a fuck because that's me. Um, apparently, Chris Jenner has a cookbook out. Mama Kardashian has a cookbook out. Yes. Now, if you remember, the Kardashians defended OJ. Right? Right. He's part Robert Kardashian. Robert Kardashian was part of the, part the, of the, law, the, the law team. Right. Right. Chris Jenner, who used to be married to the Robert Kardashian, right? That's where the Kardashian name comes from. She has a cookbook out with Nicole Brown Simpson nachos. And she says, those are the nachos my good friend Nicole Brown Simpson enjoyed. Right? So I guess the Kardashians must have been friends with both of them at one point. So he defended OJ against allegedly not killing or killing his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, who was also friends with the family. That seems weird. I didn't know that. But she says it's a tribute to her because she liked the nachos that way. I'm not taking advantage of the name. Those were nachos she loved. So I wrote, the nachos are good, but don't try to wash them down with OJ. We did, we did not, yeah. not do that okay. joke on the show. And I understand why we didn't do that one. That's correct. I write the jokes. It's <laughs> I, up to Elvis to decide. I write the jokes to... that makes the whole world laugh. Barry Manilow. I, well, you know the irony. I write the jokes that? that make the whole world yes. laugh. Have we talked about that song, I Write the Songs by Barry Manilow? No, Barry. I think we have. If we haven't, I think we have. It's two hundred. Oh, he didn't episodes. write. He didn't write that he didn't, song. The irony is, he didn't write that song. A man named Bruce Johnston or Johnson wrote it. Yeah, I write the songs, but he didn't write that song. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if you listen to the uh, Brooklyn Boys podcast on the iHeartRadio app, uh, you can talk back to us now. You can listen yes. to the podcast, and at any time during the podcast, hit the microphone and uh, leave us a uh, leave us some feedback on what you're listening to. So now, a couple things before we play these. The guy who keeps leaving a message saying test testing, who is that for? You're not going to hear it. So who's that for? Are you hoping that I would say something? <laughs> don't don't leave test messages. Leave the message. Well, you, it sounds like you did respond to it just there. Well, I'm saying, but we're good. We're good. Grape soda, we're good. Okay. Also, I would like to apologize. Even though I knew it, I, I absolutely brain farted and I was wrong. We've talked about this on the morning show. Uh, in fact, I looked it up once to, to, because someone questioned our show and I looked it up. I knew, but said the wrong thing, that Philadelphia cream cheese is from New York in a town called Philadelphia in New York State. I said it was from Philly, yes. Pennsylvania. That's yes. a bad brain fart on my part. So we're not going to play those because, there's a, by the way, there's a lot of these, but we're just going to pair them down here for and, you. And as far as, uh, you and know. Fogo de Chow, Fogo de Chow, as we said earlier, we, we're not going to play the Fogo de Chow. We have a lot of Fogo de Chow. Scary Again, is right. Brody is wrong. It's a chain, but it's a I, chain. Like, I think it chains is like Fridays and hula hands. But a chain is right. a chain is a chain, chain is a chain. It's you're a chain. Right. Okay. Uh, the hundreds. price they charged me though, it seemed like a like a one one off. Right. Here we go. Scary, you said something on the last podcast. Um, you said that Brody was this, was telling a story about the mailbox, whatever the bird with an, the bird made the nest in Brody's uh, mailbox. You said that you would let it there, let it let it be there. If I remember correctly, the last time you had problems with a bird or something, I think you pushed it with a broom off of your balcony, if I remember correctly. No, I did so. not. I did not do that. You guys put words in my mouth. 
I was asking for a friend if you take a broomstick, <laughs> what to do with it? If you if you if you're supposed to like you know how do, how do you get a nest out of there? I didn't. Well, you I didn't about do the it. Speaker at the rooftop bar. No, it was before that. It was months ago. So you, you uh, twice now have tried to kill birds with a broomstick. Problems, you know. You got the problem is you guys have too good too good of a memory, all of you yes. collectively. Here That's right. nothing. Holy fuck! Shut the fuck up about. Okay, I don't know what that one was. Anybody want to tell oh. us what were we going on and on and on about? Okay, so I'm going to guess that, it was something I complained about. It sounds like a guy who's sick of me saying talking about something. Maybe the steak dinner or, or coming to my it pool. It could be anything. About, it could have been so, anything, Brody. We so spoke, what I, but but this, this podcast is built upon two grown-ass men ranting and screaming and yelling right. over each other and well, being the, crass. The, so the we do go part, on and on and on. The ironic part is he told us to stop talking about, and then whatever he was talking about, he stopped talking about it and he got cut off. So play it again. I want to get the verbiage right for what I'm going to say next. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. What do you say? Holy fuck. Shut the fuck up about Wow, okay. insert insert anything you want. So, so guys, leave us talkbacks for next week's episode of what you think, not what you want us to shut the fuck up about, but what you think he wants us to shut the fuck up about. And that came and, and in say on... say it like that. Say it just like that. Jesus, just go, shut the fuck up about, and then say what it is. You, you think we shut the fuck up <laughs> we'll play those back next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll week. play those back. <laughs> All right, play, what's the next one? Scary, are you fucking kidding me? This is a monster <laughs> donut pants, by the way. <laughs> you really think that women are going to go out with a guy who pretended to be gay just to get close to her? Yes. And then be like, surprise, I'm straight, and she'll go out with him? Yes. I'm sure there are some women that will do that, but I'm also sure that the majority of straight women, including me, would tell him to get the fuck out of my face. Okay. So you're First of all, there you go. I'm so a big fan. I like Monster Donut Pants. She's usually on the money. But you can't tell Skiri, are you fucking crazy? No woman. Well, maybe some. Because now you're saying there's a chance. Right. You so, open the door, which means I'm right. And it, by the way... I'm at the time that this is happening, and we're talking about if you didn't hear the episode about no, you going into order, a, you heard it. You go, going into a gay bar and with and and pretending to be gay so you a woman lets her guard down. Right. I didn't say that it's not shifty and and you know sneaky and that that it's an awful tactic because it is all of those. But I'm just saying sometimes you may you may you know allow a conversation into your world and you may. Give someone a chance. So yes, there are women out there who, uh, you know, who who I'm not going to say fall for it, but maybe open to a conversation and getting to know someone they uh, normally yeah, wouldn't. Right. That's all. all right, we, I don't want to get. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. dwell on it. Yeah. We talked yeah, about it in the last on. episode. Next message. Mm -hmm. Hey, scary and Brody. I'm just listening to the podcast about the gay bar. And how you think that girls go there to not be bothered by men? Well, if it's a gay bar, aren't the girls lesbians? No. Uh, I'm just okay. wondering if Scary's picking up lesbians. <laughs> this is well, Teresa from Vera Beach, Florida, formerly Woodbridge, Woodbridge right. New home, Jersey. Home of Wegmans. Uh, yeah, I, you uh, know, here's the, here's the thing. A gay bar doesn't mean everyone there is gay Correct. of some persuasion. A gay bar is usually men who are gay. 
That's why it's called right, a gay bar. Right, but not only a that. A lesbian bar is a lesbian no, bar. No, but there are there were there were lesbians there too. But yes, but, but typically what she, when you what say she has a gay bar, she, she it's gay to, men going to see gay men. Uh, typically. Typically, but what she has to understand is that all gay bars welcome everyone. So there are a lot of straight women that go to gay bars. I know that's a fact. Well, there's probably what I'm saying is there's probably more straight women than lesbian women because lesbians are if they if they want to meet someone, they're at a lesbian bar. Right, but she's trying to say that you don't find straight women in, in gay bars, and that's untrue. That's all. Hey, boys, this is Bobby from Lancaster calling, and I just got to tell you, scary. This was one of those conversations talking about the gay bar, where the more you talk, the worse you made it for yourself, man. <laughs> you, you, you just you just got to know when to quit it, brother. Okay, <laughs> give no me way some, to quit it, brother. But give me some context, brah. What exactly Not, did I say? You, you know, just you, quit you, it. You can't just make a blanket comment no, like that. He nailed it. He nailed it. Move on. Nailed no. it. No, really though. If you're gonna leave a talk back, say I think what, what he meant was because you went on and on about how like ah, oh, tell him eventually I'll tell him I'm straight. I, I don't think he agreed with you. I think his point was all right. He didn't agree with you. He disagreed with me. Oh, listen again. I'm not saying that yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the right thing to do. I'm just saying people do it. And yep, win. I got you. Hey, Brody, scary, scary Brody. When are you guys going to get my man Spruce back on the show? So I need Spruce on the loose on the show. Uh, I haven't heard him in a while, and, and uh, you guys are very funny. Uh, when, whenever Scary says something just out of pocket in front of him. Uh, so we're going to need that to happen pretty soon. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You know, I, I saw Spruce at the radio station the yes, other day. Yes, he's been and coming I, back into the building now. And I said, Spruce, when are you going to make an appearance on the Brooklyn Boys podcast? Uh, and he said, anytime we want him, we can have him. So, yeah. so I, I think you and I need to record in studio one day and then pull him in. Yeah, I think that's or the we best can, bet. Or plan ahead. He's available at night. We have to just let him know in advance. Okay. Brody and Scary, I also want to argue with you. This is Erica from Iowa. That Casey's <laughs> Pizza is a staple, and it is pizza. Ugh. It will always be pizza. I've tried pizza all over the United States, but the pizza that's the best is the breakfast pizza. So okay, yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. That was a 60 second talk back. Uh, we've gone over this, Brody and I. We've 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 ripped on this Casey's Pizza, this breakfast pizza. We have not had it. We are going to. The next time I'm in Iowa, that's the yes. first thing I'm doing. We want to taste it for ourselves before we make cast any more judgment. So I will say, though, if you have to have a modifier like the word breakfast before it, then it's not really pizza. It's breakfast on a pizza. It's basically breakfast on bread. I'm sure it's tasty, but it's not pizza. Right, but I still want it to be sauce and inconclusive cheese. until we actually taste it. We're not going to rip it, okay? Right. We're no more Casey Pizza ripping. Hey, Brody and Scary. This is Byron from Columbus, Ohio. I nice. love the show, and I'm a fellow lifetime member of the Free Dessert Club myself. Nice. Yes. I assumed someone would call in regarding episode 218, but after listening to 219 and not hearing anyone mention it, I felt obligated to tell you that Scary gave us the shittiest fucking podcast performance I have ever heard. What? Brody had to carry the whole fucking episode on his back. <laughs> you can't talk at a normal decibel level after 10 o'clock in your apartment? Uh. What the fuck? Sounded like Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. <laughs> so what he's referring to is the fact that we had to record so late last time that I was whispering like this. And I was, yeah, doing, I was doing the podcast like this because yeah. I was in my apartment and that's all I could do. Is there a problem yeah. with that? I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah. So thank you for noticing I carried episode 218. Thank you. Scary and Brody. Brody and Scary. This is Dez from Connecticut giving you guys a little 
hit up on the talk back. Just want to let you know. I know we can't all be bougie bastard gorilla millionaires <laughs> traveling to Rwanda throwing fat stacks and Benjis. However, the best thing that you can do is go to explore.org and they have the Rwandan gorilla live cameras so you can watch them at any time. Peace out! Love okay, her. You, oh, hold on a second. Hold on. So first of all, Des... Uh, 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 what? <laughs> Byron and Des are my favorites so far. Although uh, everyone is great. Des, I'm pretty sure Des is Katie Babs, by the way. I figured it out. You think so? I think Des is Katie Babs. I yeah. hope it she is. She has the voice, the attitude. But basically what I'm saying is, uh, Des, you can come to the pool party. Uh, and when we do a live event, you you had better be there. Yeah. So, and Des, De you're awesome. Yeah, I mean, Des, I'm going to send awesome. you a box of MBH Meat Purveyors free steak. How about that? Uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so Brody, it's scary, scary, and Brody. Brody, it's scary, scary, and Brody. It's Des again yeah. from Connecticut. I just wanted to tell you guys that I was enjoying my lunch outside here in Connecticut. I work in the court system here, and one of our judges that presides over all the cases in our court was listening to me listen to you guys <laughs> on my lunch break on full blast on my phone, and he's like, what's that? And I'm like, the Brooklyn Boys podcast. And I'm like, you should listen to it. He's like, I will. <laughs> Fuck Dill. <laughs> you love you. And, and that's exactly what we want. We want to see more oh. of that. I mean, a judge. Oh, my God. You know, you, you, so we have a judge spreading the word. Spreading the word about. Spreading the word the, to the noble profession the of judgment. Spreading the gospel of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. And then slipping in a Fuck Dill at the end. Fuck Dill. Fuck Dill. Hey, Brody and Scary. Listening to episode 802 about uh, where what? Adidas came from. You said uh, the guy was Arab. Uh, he's German. Uh, the guy that started a company, his name was Adolf, and his nickname was Adi, and that's where Adidas comes from. Adidas. All right, talk to you later. Well, he, he meant 220. 802 was probably a different podcast. 802? I don't remember doing 600 other episodes. So as far as the Verizon um, verbiage goes... Skiri is right. It actually can go either way. So Brody is wrong. <laughs> Brody is wrong. <laughs> Love you both. Keep on rocking. Ciao, baby. Ciao. Thank you, buddy. Right. Right. That's, hey. By the way, that's rocking Steve who was going to come after me. I remember that's that. That's why you didn't know that. <laughs> he, he DM'd me and said, you know, I was just kidding. Which, I, of course, rocking Steve. I know you're kidding. Rockin' Steve used to be in radio. I know who rocking Steve is. Uh, and rocking Steve does not want to come after me. But he said I was wrong, so I don't yeah. know about that. I'm coming after you, Rocket. Hey, Brooklyn boys, Brody, scary, scary, and Brody. This is Mike from Dayton, Ohio. I used to live in D.C. and my nice. gay and lesbian friends asked if I wanted to go out to a club. I said yes. I went. Unknowns to me, it was a gay club, and Brody's wrong. Scary is right. That's right. I hooked up with a girl that I ended up. What? Dating for six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> he so, wanted to see Yeah. It yeah. does happen. Thank Sorry, you. Yeah. I feel vindicated. I feel yeah. justified. And I then am on the right. seventh week, he found out it was a guy. I am. <laughs> Brody, stop those terrible jokes. I, t I know what I'm talking about, people. Yes, it is possible, but it's not like. A, For it the Golden be like Cor Corral commercial, I think they're saying, and I'm on a roll, but not sure if the context makes sense for that. That's what I said. And Hold I'm on. on a roll. Hold on. And I'm on a roll. 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 Stop singing for a second. Hold on. And I'm on a roll. No. I don't know what that... How does that relate to a couple of guys stuffing their faces uh, with buckets of food in their mouth? The only thing that makes sense. 
And I'm on the road. Hey, Brody and Scary. This is William from Atlanta. While Brody is correct when he's talking about the Verizon commercial in episode 220, dude, you nitpick on the smallest things. Yes. You admit there's medicine for this issue, yet yes. you say you're not going to take it or you don't take it. So you're the problem. <laughs> take your medicine and shut up. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I think that's the guy who told me to shut the fuck up about something. That might be it. That's what the shut the fuck up was. Yeah. Listen. No, it wasn't. It was, actually, it was a different person. Okay. Listen. Listen, Atlanta. I, I, I appreciate your humor. There probably is a pill I could be taking. We talked about this. We talked about it. There is medication that I could take. Actually, but then it won't it, be the podcast would, that we do now. I was about to say it would have a very boring fucking podcast. Here's the thing. If I don't nitpick on this podcast about the things driving me crazy in life, I will go crazy in life. <laughs> this is the only way I stay sane. I well, why, do you use, why do you use thousands of people as your sounding board? Like, what? That's the question. Well, listen, like, why the does everybody else have here's to suffer thing. because of your... Over the course of 221 episodes, if you include zero, <laughs> I have bitched and ranted and complained and nitpicked about, let's say, 10,000 things. If, if you're upset about the Verizon commercial, then I'm doing okay batting average-wise. <sighs> But other people like the Verizon nitpick. So right. listen, I mean, I'm, I, I, I love all and serve all it's the okay. way Elvis always says. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm swinging for the fences on everything. I'm trying. All right. Oof, Brody. Wow. Oof. Dad, you listen. Sometimes, you know, I, uh, I nitpick something you don't like. And sometimes. You know, you if you don't have iHeartRadio, uh, you can always leave us a voicemail on our Google phone. It's the Fuck You Abe 77 hotline. Yeah. 218-FU. A B E seven seven. That's yeah. Uh, spell Abe. Two one eight. F U Abe seventy seven. Well, happy Father's Day this weekend, David Brody. I'm sure you'll be thank in your you. little pool with your family. Oh, it's far from little. Oh, uh, thank you. I wouldn't know because I haven't been there. Uh, Sixteen I'm, by thirty two. I'm bringing some steak over to my brother's house because he's got a pool. Oh, boys from. Well, you know what? Your boys from Brooklyn. They're over at your father's Brooklyn! house smoking pot right the now. And I'm not there. And one more thing. Fuck you, Peter. Brooklyn! The boys from Brooklyn! If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.